The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So Rabotai, I want to share with you an unbelievable story that was shared by the Panovitcher of Rav Kahaneman, was said to Rav Rav Galinsky, and he said as follows. He said when he was young, he would study in the Kolel of the Kodashim, where they were studying all the laws of the sacrifices of Zevachim and Achot, Timurah, all the Masechtot that deal with how we act in the time of the Beit HaMikdash. And the head of, the, the head of this yeshiva in Kolel was whom? Was none other than the Chafetz Chaim. Well, one day, the wife of the Chafetz Chaim, uh, the Rabbanit, the Rebetzin, she was telling him, I want you to know that you see your rabbi and you think he's so special and you think he's so famous and he has his life, everything's going so well for him. But you know, we had times of such great lack, such great problems in our in our history, in our marriage, in our life, we suffered so much to get here. The rabbi, the Pontifex Rav, never heard of uh, anything like this. She says, what do you mean? She said, well, when we first got married, we had a store. I would work in the store. The rabbi would work in the store for a certain amount of hours each day. But what did we make? We made very little money. And I would take the little bit of money that we scraped together, a couple of pennies, and times were really tough. We had no food. I would go down to the bakery, and for the couple pennies that I'd earned that day, he would allow me to take the crumbs from the bread that they cut. He would allow me to take the little end piece of the bread that was left over after they cut the loaf for other customers that had the money. Whatever flour was left over that hadn't been used to make the bread, and I would buy all the leftovers of that day from the bakery. I would come home, throw it in a pot. It was little scraps. But when I would boil it together, I was able to make some sort of a stew or some uh, little kind of, you know, the dough would stick together, would become nourishing in the water, at soup or whatever it was. I would make little things where out of all these pieces together and that's what we would eat. Anyway, there was, uh, of course, times when things got even more difficult. The boy is sitting there looking. He can't believe this. He never heard this about the rabbi. At the rabbi, they had to go live off the scraps, off the leftovers that you could buy for a couple pennies at the end of the day in the bakery. But she's not done. She says, came the day where she ran out. There was no money in the house and there was no food. So she goes to the, to the baker and she says, listen, you know, I'm here every day. I come with a couple pennies I buy. She says, today I didn't make anything. I don't have any money. Please, could you sell me the leftovers, the garbage? Could you sell it to me on credit? And tomorrow, when I make some money, I'll come and I'll pay you. Baker says, sure. So he gives her credit, two pennies, he writes it down, and he gives her the little crumbs, a little bit of flour, a half a slice of the end of a bread. She goes home. One day, the Chafetz Chaim comes home from his studies, and he sees his wife is crying by the window. So he says, what's the matter? She can't face him. She's looking out the window, she's crying. He says, what's the matter? She says, you know, every day, I take the pennies I earn, I go to the baker, I buy the little scraps, whatever's left over. He says, yes, of course, it's fine, it's great, I, I love it. It gives me the power to study, to learn, to grow. She says, of course, of course. She says, but then I ran out of money, I didn't have anything left. So I went and I asked him and he gave it to us on credit. Okay, so I went on credit, two days, three days on credit. I got there today and the baker said, I'm sorry, until you bring the money, I'm not giving you the crumbs, I'm not giving you this, the extra flour, I'm not giving you the last slice of crusty bread. So I have nothing to eat. I have nothing to serve you. I know you study all day. You work so hard. She says for myself, I'm okay. I'm not so hungry. I'm sure she was. But she says, 
How could you study? How could you learn? How could you grow to be the Talmud Chacham that you could be if I can't give you any food for nourishment? The Chafetz Chaim sees his wife. He sees she's suffering. She's in pain. And he bangs on the table. And he says, Gira be'enecha ha-satan. He quotes the Gemara in Kiddushin. He said, an arrow in your eye, O Satan, O Yetzirah. An arrow in your eye. A term indicating that he's not going to be beat. And he says, what you think? Because I don't have any food. You're going to stop me from learning Torah. You're going to stop us from growing. You're going to stop us from developing, from becoming tzaddikim, tzidkaniyot. I'll starve and I'll learn. Nothing you do is going to stop me. The Ramanit says to the young Panovich Rebbe to Rav Kahneman, she says, and I went to the bakery the next morning. And the baker suddenly had changed his mind. Happy to continue the credit until I was able, Baruch Hashem, after a little while to pay off the debt. And now here we are, we are where we are. But you should just know the times of difficulty went through to get to this place for your rabbi to be the person that he is, to make the impact that he has. She smiled and said, I know why the baker gave us credit and changed his mind. Because once my husband said, I'll starve and I'll learn, what point was there for the Satan to get in our way anymore? So he left us alone. And when he left us alone, the baker gave us what we needed. There was no point. My friends, there's something very beautiful here. The Panavacharav said afterwards, he says, you and I, what would our eyes have been on? Eyes would have been on the bread, on the crumbs, on the baker. We would have figured out how to talk to the baker. We would have figured out a little bit. This is what would have caught our attention. But someone like the Chafetz Chaim didn't lose his focus. He understood that if he was doing the right thing and something was getting in his way, it could be none other than the Yetzirah. It could be none other than the Satan. It could be nothing else but a test. A nisayon. And when you look the Nisayon in the eye and you tell it, I see you, I know what you are, I'm not bending, I'm not breaking, then the test crumbles before you because it has lost its point. There's no reason for it to continue anymore. I see you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.